Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. We have a, uh, a long one today. Uh, my name is Ray. Not too long. And, uh, I have to go take care of a baby. Uh, my that name too. is Mike. No, 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 no. Long one as in it's going to be like a long, boring topic. Like... Well, we got a heavy one. It's heavy. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's more appropriate. Heavy. Thank you. Let's say that. How about that? Before we get into the very obvious thing that's taking place in July of 2021, so go ahead and date this podcast... Mike, what kind of games have you been playing? Yeah, you know, this this makes sense. We should get some of the, the fun stuff out of the way. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. So, uh, main thing I have been playing is um, it's this cool indie game. It's called Destiny 2. Uh, I have Stop been it. playing it on um, my PlayStation 5 on a new TV I got, and it is uh, of enhanced qualities. And, you know, that uh, you don't really know, like, it, it sucks when the 4K HDR stuff kind of lives up to the hype. It sucks, but also, like, it looks really good because you go into the Destiny inventory screen, which is something I'm very familiar with how it looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, wow, look at these colors pop. Like, this just looks really good. I gotta ask you the question of why does it suck that the hype was correct? I don't know. I just feel owned. Okay. Well, I'll... I don't like being. No, owned. Don't you have a PS5? I'm sorry. Yeah. Back the f up. Okay. Stop. Oh yeah, I have PS5 by the way. It's called Twitter <laughs> notifications, people. It's, uh, it's it's called Twitter notifications and a little bit of luck. I'm gonna lean more towards the luck, but yeah. What, what, well, you know, I did get my Vex Mythoclast on like my seventh run, so Jesus, <laughs> which is pretty lucky compared to yeah. Considering we're see- I'm seeing people on the front page of Reddit being like, I've run Vault forty times and I haven't got Mythoclast yet, and I'm like, that sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I, I do want to say, and I know there are so the. Weapon running has been around since the dawn of MMOs, but 40 times for one gun? I It's a good gun, but it's it's not 2014 Mythical Class. If it was no, 2014 Mythical Class, no. I get it. I, I would I would 100% it's, uh, get it's, it. It's, 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 in, all, in all honesty, it's kind of bad right now. Oh, okay. It's not that good. That but makes it's, it it's even cool, worse. But it's not that good. Um... <laughs> I don't know if I actually mentioned this uh, or reviewed last time we talked because we mainly did our Resident Evil 8 spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Vault is back in Destiny 2. Uh, it, it, you know, it's it's the Vault you remember. Uh, <laughs> they, they changed up a couple. They honestly tweaked a couple of things just to make it harder, which feels, like, in a lot of ways, it's still really fun. It, it, the loot is pretty good. Uh, the environments are still really fun and pretty. Um, Encounter still fun, but you can also very much tell it's the first one they made, just mm. because. Can like with like what the general rating population of Destiny can handle, uh, and what Vault was like. Vault is very simple in a lot of ways compared to other raids in Destiny, so they tweaked up a, a couple of things just to. Give it a little bit of spice so it wasn't a total snooze like cakewalk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, I guess uh, what something else I have been playing. 
Uh, I played through Miles Morales, uh, the Spider-Man expansion. Oh, you you finished it? I did, yes. They're not long. But the first one wasn't terribly long. It took me like 20 hours. How long did this one take you? Off the top of my head, I don't remember. I think it is a shorter campaign. Okay. Um, it's like 40 bucks or so, isn't it? They didn't yeah, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a full length campaign, which is okay something um yeah you know if you liked the original one you should play this one uh it's fun um i uh i think this is gonna sound annoying but i like the story but some some of the writing is just i hate it sometimes it's i don't like (laughs) it it's like because he'll say peter parker will be like say something super corny and then he'll be like oh oh, that was kind of corny huh hmm and I'm just like, you can't say something corny and then be like, oh, that was corny. And then like expect me to be like, ha ha, I get it. Uh, are, you, are you not sold on their natural uh, back and forth? No, it, uh, it's just, I don't know. It, it's, he's just, he's too like, there's too much camera winking. And it, it's, you can't play that stuff for a joke when you do that all the time. And I'm just like, I get it. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> please god i also had to turn off you know if you play through it someday you, you'll you'll figure it out uh i had to turn off the podcast because i'm like i can't i can't i can't there's like a you know, never what the jay jonah jameson know. podcast i well, love there, there's, a new, there's a new one and she's like oh basically like a pair it just feels like she's like they is she, they lean into it so hard it's like she's a pair almost like a parody of like a the tumblr social justice person oh um, no but it's like they but it's like not supposed to be funny but it's just like it's so grating but it's like ah, i just i'm sorry i can't i'm, I'm not gonna do this right now no thank See, you the j the j jonah jameson ones are great because He's a awful Alex Jones parody, and that's the joke. Like, you're not supposed yeah. to take him seriously. Like, if they tried to lean in and try to make it serious, that sounds like it would be obnoxious. Hot take. I don't like the pivot to J. Jonah Jameson as Alex Jones. I don't like it. I like I like but keeping he's... I like keeping him as like a New York Post esque sleazebag. And those are two very different things. Okay, I, I see. Okay, I, I see what you mean. The, the, the line is very fine between. Very, uh, <laughs> look, like, uh, hold on. Let me just. I don't know why. I didn't think I would be in this podcast where we're going to. Well, when we're going to be talking about what we're talking about in like 10 minutes from now. I didn't mm-hmm. think I would be looking up New York Post best headlines, but look, there's just like. You know, I just. In my head, I want J. Jonah Jameson to write for. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like when there's a story about Anthony Weiner in the Daily Bugle, you want it to have the headline "Stroking Gun," um, which is very funny. Uh, <laughs> that's, and it's that's just pretty that's good. just not that's just something that is an an element of J. Jonah Jameson's character that I think is lost with his like, oh, he's a conspiracy guy now. And it's like well, he was know. always kind it, of a that's conspiracy just my, guy. That's just my take. No, there's a very there's a difference between like New York Post, you know, neighborhood like newspaper man versus mm-hmm. like internet radio show guy. There's there's different things happening there. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. And I think, He's like... He's a menace. I'm not trying to hyper-defend the writers, but I really liked it because it's like, what if you took away the editorial power of J. Jonah Jameson and you put a microphone in front of his face for eight hours a day? What would eventually happen? And it's like, oh, he would obviously turn into an Alex Jones or, like, Tucker Carlson type. It's like, yeah, that, that, that tracks. That makes sense to me. This is funny. This is great. But I, I respect what you're saying, where it's like it degradates his character maybe a little too harsh. Be because at the end of the day, unlike the last two people I just listed, J. Jonah Jameson does mean well. He actually thinks Spider-Man is a menace, and yeah, depending exactly. on what type of superheroes you like, maybe superheroes would actually be the worst thing to happen to humanity. <laughs> I don't know. I finished The Boys Season 2, and I'm kind of sold on that. It's okay, <laughs> you know. If there's one thing we can learn from The Boys is that is that when bad things are happening, the CIA will protect you. Oh man! If there's anything ah. I learned from the, <laughs> if there's anything I learned from the boys that I've learned from what like ten plus years ago is that Batman is right and a Superman would actually be the worst thing for the planet. Like j just an unrestrained Superman would be awful, and you people don't know what you're asking for. Yeah, no. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Ray, uh, do you have anything, any games you'd like to mention before we actually move on? I went to eBay, and we're not recording the video because Josh is not here. He had some things to do, and I bought a Nintendo DS Lite. Oh. Uh, specifically so I can replay my cart of Final Fantasy oh, 1. Oh, man. Oh. And I played Ooh. through and beat that again. I started off with the party of a, uh, a fighter, a monk, a red mage, and a black mage. And that was my second time playing through Final Fantasy 1, and that was possibly the worst party I have ever created. <laughs> the, I'm not sold on the monk, people! For, every, for everyone that's a Final Fantasy lover out there and likes the monk, nah, not sold, don't care, don't care for him at all. Yeah, harsh so, words, harsh. I turned that off, and, I, I mean, no, I beat it. I actually went through chaos, and it took everything possible, but I actually did end up beating him like level 60 for all the characters but then i was like okay that sucked i could have done better so i'm gonna try that again i immediately started a new file erased that one i like wiped that away like let's just for pretend that didn't exist replayed through the entire game again it, it, it's relatively short it takes like uh 15 16 hours to mm -hmm. play through the game um as a Two warriors, a red mage and a white mage. And that was the most fun Final Fantasy one run I think I've ever done. I actually highly recommend that party. The two warriors are just sitting there tanking and delivering damage. The red mage is just doing what it does and it's just being dapper and throwing black magic whenever you can. And the white mage, heal, heal, heal. And oh yeah, there's a bunch of enemies that are undead. Holy! And nukes them all. Um, Okay, so... There's that kick. I've actually been on a Final Fantasy kick lately. Did I ever so tell you I'm about playing... the... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did I ever tell you about no, the final, the uh, Fire Emblem Game Boy Advance cartridge I have in my car? I do have a copy of the original Fire Emblem uh, for Game Boy Advance, and I don't like that game, but what do you? what's going on with the one in your car? You know, I, I don't know, honestly. I just... It, I've had the, the car I have, I've had since you know, 2013, 2014. Uh, and I don't remember when it got there, 
but I have in like the little, not like the glove compartment, but like the little part where you put all like your coins that aren't quarters, and then you get pissed off when you're trying to find a quarter to go to Aldi, and uh, yep. it's not in there, because um, you take them all out all the time and leave them somewhere else. Um, there's a, a Game Boy Advance cartridge uh, Fire Emblem in there, and uh, my car has been Just broken into copy. multiple times. Uh, and over the years, I think, man, you know, no one's like bashed a window or anything, but I think people just like check doors and I've left it unlocked or something. So, <laughs> uh, and they've taken things from me. Uh, mm-hmm. but every time it, the first thing I, any like, it does not, doesn't happen often. I want to be clear. It's not that bad. Uh, everything's fine. Um, but the first thing I always check is like, did they take the fire emblem cartridge? And they never do. It's great. They also never touch any of my CDs. Also great. I'd be so sad if I lost some CDs I have in there. I swear to God, oh I have good God. music taste. Don't try to own me for this. Hey, I have good. I wasn't gonna own you. That Don't... actually brought up a. Okay. I I, I I was. I thought about like, man, this is the perfect. He just softballed that one to me. But then I thought, you know what? No, I'm actually gonna commiserate with you for a second. I lost my entire CD collection because. When I was literally on the plane to go to Kuwait to be deployed to Iraq, I accidentally, like a boob, because it was a 22-hour flight, left my entire CD case in that spot where you put this, no. uh, your stuff in the plane. No. I was, like, so fucking tired. I'm like, oh, my God, are we actually in country? Let's just go do this. And I just got up all my bags and stuff. Because, you know, for 20 hours in these cramped spaces, this becomes your, like, little tiny living space uh, for a little while. And I just didn't care. I just wanted to get off the plane. And, yeah, uh, when I eventually – I was so distraught and I was so distracted by the whole, like, going to Iraq thing that by the time I got home, like, I'm actually back in Ohio. I'm thinking, like, man, I want to listen to that Interpol CD I got. Where'd it go? I was like, oh, oh. you're like, oh, it's oh, gone. oh, fuck, that's super gone. <laughs> that's super gone. Oh no. Uh, Anyways, but, but yeah, so I, I've, I have had this Game Boy Advance, this Fire Emblem cartridge in my car, uh, for a long time, and I don't think I ever really plan on taking it out. It's not like a good luck charm or anything, but it's not a bad luck charm. I don't really know. I just kind of like it. I, I don't know. I just like it. No, I like I, it I constant that. in my life of just like, the, hey, look, there's the Fire Emblem thing. All right, cool. I like that game. I like the sprites in that game. I, I, I got to Oh, the sprite work is excellent. I do have to ask the question that I already know the answer to. Did you beat it? Yes. You you wait. What? Back the fuck up. You beat Fire Emblem on Game Boy Yeah, Advance? you just used the wizard guy. At the end. Huh. What's his name? <laughs> let me remember. Well, let me what's his name? Is it Athos? I gave up on that game. The permadeath Fire... like, made me not want to play that game. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's Athos. Just use that guy. And just, then just restart every level if you lose anybody. I mean, I did that, but there was a point where I'm like, man, this fucking sucks. I'm sick and tired of restarting every time I like lose a yeah. guy. I remember doing like the, the loyalty missions to get Jafar is like, oh, it's so annoying. But Jafar this, is so cool. Th- this is why Fire Emblem Awakening is the best one, because it introduced casual mode, so we don't have to worry about permadeath. Man, permadeath Awakening sucks. Awakening is just like, I want them to do a demake of Awakening. Like, give me the good pixel art, but don't change anything else. Because that's the thing I'm I in. hate about new Fire Emblem. It's just like, I just don't like the art. Like, it's just not good anymore. The pixel art was so much better. 
Okay, so for a new Fire Emblem, like everything past Awakening, I don't like the excess padding. I just want to get into the game, and there's so much bullshit you got to get into before you can start, like, getting into the leveling and grinding and all that. Yeah. And I, I just need to get a move on, or I will play a different game. I do not have the yeah. time. Any, speaking of which, me swear, by me saying I don't have the time, so I'm playing Final Fantasy X for the, like, fourth or third time in my entire life. <laughs> and no other reason. There was just an HD remake, and I really love that game. It's one of my favorite How's video games. How's the Blitzball games. going? Uh, so, I thought for the first time in my life, the, the very first time you play Blitzball, that match is stacked against you to win. Um... Like, you're, you're just probably going to lose unless the game decides you can win. There are people online that's like, oh, it's easy. Those are nerds that have no other life, and they, they're they obnoxiously good at Blitzball for some reason. I tried four times in a row, um, and I lost four times in a row, and I said, fuck this, and I moved on, and I'm happy That's good. It. That's healthy, adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so... Those are the games. Uh, if we want to go ahead and hop into the news of the day. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to get into a very heavy topic in this podcast. Because we're going to talk about like yes. workplace abuse in like play in the video game industry. And I know, ha ha, I bet that happens a lot. Well, yeah, but that's the problem. It happens a lot. And yeah, now it's so like gotten to the point where it's like come to a huge just head. General content content warning for harassment and uh discussion of things that are generally unpleasant um so uh because we need to talk about the situation in activision and blizzard that at this point what it's been a week i think uh it's actually the investigation that uh started two years ago Yes, that's that's where we because there's been a lot of a lot of things that have happened. So we should. Uh, we should so so actually, to backtrack. Uh, we should backtrack here. Yeah, in 2019, I do believe it was uh, the state of California Department of Labor, Home and Services. I think I got that right. Um, started an investigation into Activision Blizzard due to hundreds of complaints of bad workplace culture, uh, where there was lots of reports of harassment um abuse uh there was and this is where the content warning came from uh someone had committed suicide on a work trip directly linking uh activision blizzard as probably culpable or responsible for that um and also mistreatment of people of color um you know minority groups what have you and so uh the state of california completed their review and they are formally suing activision blizzard um, ladies and gentlemen, for people that aren't lawyers, I'm not a lawyer. I only know friends that uh, are paralegals. That, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, is really nothing. But they inform me that once the state comes after you or the feds come after you, you're kind of fucked because they have a very high record of winning in court. So, um, Activision Blizzard probably has a lot to answer for. Twitter has a, uh, what would you say, like? Open the floodgates of hate on them is something I would say. The, um, I mean, yeah, uh, like you said, it is uh, the state of California. It is specifically the uh, yeah, did the I California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. There we go. Thank you. Um, Fair Employment and Housing. Yeah. 
so according to the complaint, you know, uh, female employees make up around 20% of the Activision workforce and are subjected to a, quote, pervasive frat boy workplace culture. Um, and I think that at, at the same time that that kind of undersells it, that also perfectly describes the atmosphere here mm-hmm. um, of just a, a, you know, and as so this story comes out and then in the subsequent days it has just been a, a deluge of testimony um people looking into previous complaints with activision uh i mean i saw a um uh i saw a panel i think from blizzcon in like 2010 kind of float around twitter where a woman asked you know hey what's the can we maybe do some work about maybe making these character designs less you know exploitative and and gross and the all-male panel including one of the people very explicitly named in this suit as a serial as someone like allegedly harassing quite a few people uh they essentially laughed her off and it's just i know exactly what video you're talking Mm -hmm. about yeah that was uh, blizzcon 2010 and yeah she asked like hey can all the females in your game not look like they just walk off the set of victoria's secret and um someone said like well what modeling set do you want them to walk off (laughs) and then someone else like got they they went total bro culture on her they're like yeah what about the torrent females what do you want them to look like like that uh, that was a woman that was your player that was a customer that actually asked what is even in that time of 2010 a legitimately good question and she just like walked away dejected it actually made me really sad watching that video because it's like it's it's wow um, like imagine you pay so much money you take so much time and you finally get up to the mic right and you get to talk to these people that make a game that you love and it's a question that's like just been at the back of your craw and you're like maybe they could just address this and the way they address it is with like back slapping high-fiving and telling you to get fucked right like i hope she unsubscribed and i hope she never played like their games ever again like at that moment fuck that you know that sucks uh, and of course, the guy that said that went on Twitter. He's like, "Hey guys, I want to apologize. That was a shitty answer, but I've grown up as a person." And it's like, "No, nah, dude, no, nah, not with this lawsuit floating around. Holy shit! I we don't know that, right? We can't trust you." But as you were saying, there there was more that that kept coming out. There was, uh, we're kind of jumping the gun, but why not? There was the Cosby Room. Which is a recording studio where they had a picture of Bill Cosby in all of them. <sighs> Just around it as if it's like a worshipping idol. I, I, I think... Yeah, very ironic. And again, also not really something that was a exactly like a, you know, a secret nobody knew. Like that is, it was kind of an open secret about Mr. Cosby's uh, conduct at that time. Yeah, the, I mean, there are some people that say, like, hey, this picture is from 2013. Cosby wasn't really accused of, like, sexual allegations until 2014. To that, I say 50-50. Yeah, you know, he, he wasn't in, like, he wasn't completely in the public sphere doghouse until 2014. But there were still, he's had allegations against him since, like, 
Wow, it, it sucks to say this, but since before you and I were born, Mike, and mm -hmm. at, at least since before my mother was born, this, this man's been out there probably doing some fucked up shit for a long time. But to have a picture of him and to name a whole room after him, uh, it, it, it's a joke, but it's not that funny of a joke, that type of thing. Yeah, so I, so again, like, there has just been, as we mentioned, there just been, has been a deluge of further news and updates regarding the situation and um like for example there oh my goodness well let's just you know there's but there was the employee walkout uh there was which was good that that was a mm -hmm. good thing to do um you know people going back into this this had you know bubbled up a couple of years ago but people rediscovered that bobby kodak was someone who was listed in uh, jeffrey epstein's black book who knows he what is. that means who knows what that means but that, it could, sure mean, is that could mean a lot of things or it could mean nothing it's one of the two one of mm -hmm. the two extremes and it, you know it's again like blizzard has like hired a legal firm to investigate these harassment claims and culture that also happens to be a union busting firm. Uh, that's some work for Amazon in that particular field. And I think all of this is, um, I mean, you know, like I guess the, the thing I want to, you know, say and draw from this, um, uh, other than, you know, wishing, love and courage and the best to everyone who um was a victim of this came out in support of this like you guys were doing mm -hmm. an incredible thing and we're all very proud of you um i think this is a you know i don't think anybody I mean, it's not going to be a big surprise as to what i would say about a situation like this um I think, and and I think uh, Scott Benson, um, he's a game developer, uh, put it best on Twitter a couple days ago. He said, the ability of a company to sexually abuse women who work there and keep what happened quiet and make sure the abuser is protected flows from the same power they have to crunch workers, do mass layoffs, and underpay developers. These aren't separate things. And I think that is one of the most salient takes I've seen from this entire situation, that, that this is that, you know, sexual harassment and a, a, a culture that is unprofessional and unsafe for women. Um, and, you know, and people and uh, of all, uh, of all genders, it certainly, um, that is like the, there, there's a plate, just the fact that those, those things are too very, very much intertwined that like, a culture that is going like a what culture like i'm sorry go ahead go ahead yeah like a workplace culture where you are working 18 hours and then you the only time you have to do any sort of professional networking at your company is in a hotel full of you know cheap vodka and a booze at like some convention and with a, just a bunch of guys, including multiple people who are employed by H, who are in, in in HR in this room, 
participating in all this like it's just it all feeds together and you know i think there is and and this i don't think this obviously with the stuff that happened at ubisoft you know last year and is ongoing i don't think this is uh, you know alone or you know only particularly at activision i don't think this is only a big company thing i'm sure this happens at a lot of small teams too um mm-hmm. and i think yeah. there is you're never going to be able to 100 percent uh stamp this out stamp out cases like this unfortunately but i think there is a surefire thing you can do to make sure that you know this isn't something that you know a walkout is good but this is not something that you solve with a one-day walkout this is something you begin to change by to be frank taking power of your workplace and demanding that the people in charge make changes or forcing them to do it by any means necessary that they don't like if i could bounce off of that uh with you for just a moment like the types of changes that would have to happen at activision blizzard and i want to be clear like mike included when us and the other guys get bored or we have some free time we have played activision games like not me anymore i i've just uninstalled the blizzard launcher from my pc i'm fucking like, re- remember when, like, they fired all those people? Uh, what was it? They reported, like, record profits, but then cut off 10% of their workforce back in 2019. And then mm-hmm. they had, then they released Sekiro. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to wait a minute to buy Sekiro. I gladly waited the one year to buy Sekiro. Loved it, played it. But th- this is not going to stop. So the changes that need to happen, first of all, need to come from the populace. I know that some people will say, like, a protest uh, a financial protest don't work well that's because they've never really been given a hard try i know that that is just I, I heard this somewhere i forget where but this is not like mentally possible for some people because some people that is the only way they speak with others is mm-hmm. they play and this is not an insult to anyone by the way i want to make that very clear they log online after a hard day of work they meet with their friends in Azeroth playing Worlds of Warcraft, and they just do some fun raids or missions or guild stuff, what have you. I get that, but we can't keep rewarding these horrible cultural things. Um, and the changes that need to come down have to not only come from the populace, they have to come from the government. Like, the lawsuit has just started from the state of California. Mm-hmm. If the state of California is successful, uh, Activision Blizzard is going to have to pay a bunch of, like, if you read what the uh, things are going to be needed to do to make the lawsuit uh, lawsuit settled, is, like, they're going to have to start paying back people that were lost in money. Uh, Their shareholders have started filing or started looking to see if they uh, violated the Securities Exchange Act. Uh, because it's impacting trade in the public space. Mm-hmm. Um, there are companies. Uh, I'm shout out to three of them: the Gamer, Game Explained, and Primate Games. These three websites that cover games. They said, "Yeah, we're just not covering your games anymore until you've actually shown that you're going to change your workplace culture." These people that have been at the top levels, just 
remove them all. Like uh, everyone that yeah. like was at the top it's... that that stopped this, just yeah, get like, them out of there. I know we were kind of. Uh, I feel like we were kind of brief on some of these specific allegations, but there is. I mean, it's a laundry list of things. Like, it's... Uh, where do you start, that are things right? that are just, like, not only, like, ex- excluding any, like, um, you know, true, like, harass... Like, some of the... Even, like, just, like, the true harassment and, like... Like, as you mentioned, the one case where a woman was was driven to, like, take her own life because of harassment she experienced at the company on a work trip which is yeah. an insane thing to say. Um, I mean, even it's just as simple as like uh, employees of color having to submit like essays for why they have to take yeah. time off when uh, a- people a- who were white and men did not have to, which is just like, that is just this square. That... A black woman to submit for her one week of PTO had to submit a one-page essay explaining to her white manager why that PTO should be approved. Holy shit! That that is demeaning in a way I can't describe because I get uh, as the mm-hmm. lawsuit is claiming no one else in the company has ever had to do that. What what the free fuck? Why should you have PTO? Yeah. And in it... case you guys don't know, is part of your compensation package. You don't get to ask me how I'm going to spend my money. You also don't get to ask me what I'm going to do on my day off. That's not your business, right? If I'm going to sit down and eat chips the whole day while petting my dog, that's me. You get to pay me to do that. Congratulations. <laughs> Great success. Great success. Yeah, just, I mean, you just stuff like that. It's just not. It's just so much. I don't. It's like I don't know what to say. It's like how did no one think that? It, it's just it. I mean, I know how no one knew that there was a problem with this. Obviously, like I, I, yeah. and we all know why. That's why we're here and talking about this because that's what a culture like this does. Is it makes excuses for things like this and just when that person, um, you know, leaves the company for one reason or another, it's like oh, they weren't part of the family. They didn't. They don't get it. They don't get what it's like to be Blizzard, you know. Um, and I they, said they, they didn't have the Blizzard culture. Yeah, them. exactly. And it's just, I it's think just this gross is, in uh, retrospect. Yeah, this is it's. Um, yeah, there's definitely there's like a lot of undercurrent. I think a lot of the things that happen here, I think, translate to a lot of different workplaces across this country. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, I'm not saying every, every company has a insane culture like this. Um, but I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of lean on, you know, Hey, we're a family here and, you know, family takes care of each other and family doesn't make a fuss when something's wrong. Cause you know, you don't, you don't want to, we're all family here. So it's like that there's, there's very much a culture in our workplaces to not mm-hmm. rock the boat on some of that stuff. And I want to it's bounce a relationship off of that, that needs to be changed by the people who work there uh, and in the, industries as a whole. The Activision Blizzard executive, Fran Townsend. Now, you, everyone listening to this doesn't know who that is. I oh, we got to talk about that, too. Yeah, uh, this oh person used to be 
the Homeland Security Advisor for George W. Bush. <laughs> Already, that's not just one red flag. That is the factory of red flags, people. That is the that is the reddest. That is just, that's like the red flag. That's like a flag the size of like the ones that they use at the Super Bowl. That's how big that red flag is. A Category 5 hurricane ripped through a factory that only makes red flags, and now it's just made of red flags. Just like the entire eastern seaboard just littered with red flags. So for context, she just joined the company in March of 2021. At the recording of this podcast, that was four months ago. She writes this email telling all employees that... This is not the culture of Blizzard. First of all, you don't know that. You just passed the 90 days. And also, uh, yes, it is. That's why you're it, being sued. God, okay, okay, brief sidebar. It's like when something bad happens in this country, and they're like, this isn't what America is. You know, this isn't this isn't what we are. It's like, no, this is exactly who we are. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is exa- what we... th- that's why it happened here. It's because this is exactly what we are. The, the history Don't books speak yourself. very differently. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what's get, uh, gotten uh, Fran Townsend in a lot of trouble is she in in black and white. Hold on, I gotta back up because I gotta like go into like not a lawyer Ray mode. In the beginning. Why did, you, well, why did you send this as a piece of documentation before discovery happens? Because what she just typed in this email will probably be used in the case against them. She said that this lawsuit was meritless and irresponsible. And she wishes that the state would have worked with the company of Activision Blizzard to come to a resolution before coming to a lawsuit. And it's like... Did you do you not yeah, understand what like, it means for the sixth largest economy in the world to sue you? Do you not realize the ramifications of that? That the, they have enough evidence that they decided there's there's no more reconciliation that yeah. can be done. And you guys need taught a lesson. It's something that they've tried to. I think I remember reading that. You know, California will before they sue you will try to mediate some of these things. And and help you not get sued. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you so when they really try to do you know do you a favor, and if you don't do that, I mean that's just on you. Like, um, so they probably found so much that there's like, where do you start? Yeah, like that. That's kind of how I feel. Just reading. It's public knowledge for anyone that wants to read it, and there's no use in us spending the next probably two hours talking about like what's in the actual lawsuit. Yeah. But if you actually do sit down and read it, and I'll link it, I'll link it in the podcast notes. Um, there is a question of you ask of like, where do you even begin to change this company? Be, be, because the rot is so deeply set in. You have people. Uh, you, okay, one of the things we didn't talk about. The cube crawls, where upper management would get rip-snorting drunk and would crawl on all four legs and go through the cubicle office, the cubicles of the office and start hitting on female employees or making sexual passes on them or groping them. When the rot is that deep, you, you, yeah. you just burn it like, down. 
at that point. Yeah, and I mean, there's just one like a headline from today. Blizzard recruiters asked hacker at a job fair if she likes being penetrated. Like, just what do you even say to that? It is just why? Where's the HR? Do they have an HR? Is the HR just like? I, I don't know. Man, I, I've worked with really good HR in the gaming industry, like people I really trust. And that's what I feel like you have to have. But if you don't have that, holy shit, that just feels like hell. Yeah. Right. Well, this is what happens when, you know, the reason all of this is only coming out because they're getting sued is what happens when HR functions as it's supposed to, which is to shield the company from legal liability. Uh, <laughs> and if that means figuratively uh maybe literally we'll see uh crushing someone into dust to make sure they shut up and go away and are not a problem anymore then they'll do it um yeah and so this will certainly be an ongoing story as uh this case is makes it makes its way eventually into court or maybe it's not maybe it gets settled who's to say I would not be surprised if they settle and just pony up a crap ton of money. But like you said, Ray, like, what do you even, how do you how even do you begin to change this? And I, I, how do I you think get new employees, like, I think I, I kind of like I alluded to earlier. I think the only way you can, uh, the, the, a culture of a frat boy, like harassment culture, um, pervades like that leaks from a culture that allows other kinds of exploitation in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I think the only way you can at least begin to try and maybe create something that isn't as susceptible to that is to, uh, I'm going to be coy here, uh, alter the power structure of your company. And I would just want, some people uh, the listeners at home can put two and two together and uh you know figure out and, down. and pick up what i'm putting down here how about that mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think so uh i'm i feel bad for everyone that is at activision blizzard that because there are some people that genuinely they care about the product that they're making they care about the artistry yeah. of the games that they're making or some of them just like being very honest some of them are like well now what i i don't want to be here anymore but what next? yeah but i also need to like pay <laughs> have health insurance yeah exactly so i i feel for that because that that feels like if those people that want to leave that can't that feels like you're trapped yeah so um oh man i i can't imagine what it's like yeah i just had this like thought of like just sitting sitting down at like your desk every day and you open up news and the way you find out how just truly fucked your company is is jason scryer wrote another article about you guys the next day and it's like jesus does this stop how deep does this shithole go and um yeah i i empathize with that a lot uh, i i hope it gets better for you guys i really do i think that walkout was powerful i'm glad uh I'm glad the management at Blizzard uh, let them have that walkout with paid days off so that they can not have to worry about 
missing the days or whatnot. I think some contractors didn't get the paid day off because contractors, but of course, you, you do what you have to do, I guess. Uh, I wanted to get better for those guys, or you know, destroy it. I I don't know. I don't know what that what the actual answer is. I don't want people to be out of a job. You no, know, I uh... this can't continue. I'm I'm just I'm just spitballing here, you know, like I just would think it would be interesting to see what happened if uh a critical mass number of people who were working on hotly anticipated titles maybe slowed down work for a little bit or maybe even stopped. There are I just, people I just, you know, workers have power to do things and if enough people you know apes together strong uh <laughs> is it is a is a way to put it it's not very eloquent honestly but uh but again like it's just that is what i that that is how we how they can people can begin to maybe change this or um, do you, something you are correct so I, I'm just, I don't know, spitballing here. Just, you know. No, no, no. The, the, the network architect lead for Blizzard said that we are done working on World of Warcraft until something happens or until later notice. And you know what? That's powerful. That's that good stuff. Because what if, like, you try to log into a WoW server? You'll... What if you're, like, someone that's, like, one of those... I don't know how to describe these guys. These red pill grifters are like, man, fuck all this. They're just people that are complaining. Let me go ahead and actually spend more money on World of Warcraft right now. And you can't get in. Because the people that are doing the work, they're like, fuck that. Fuck this. Shit needs to change. And they're like, oh, the SJWs won't fix this for us. It's, it's like, no, no. Uh, you're right, Mike. Speak to power. If you can't get away with that, I don't know, man. It's just a little it's bit. an interesting question. I just, I don't it's know. It's a good question. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm just, <laughs> that's, uh, I, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I like that. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions <laughs> for a movie that my friend is writing. Parody. <laughs> it's a parody film. Parody. It, is, it, is it the new campaign for Warzone, which will have to be done by a different company now, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, PUBG. This is P PUBG headquarters. Like, all right, boys. It's our time to shine again. <laughs> We're coming back. Oh man, what a okay. This is a shitty thing to say, but I'm gonna say it anyways. What a what a boost for Battlefield coming up here soon for people that are like, but I still wanna, I still wanna you know shoot my guns. What what other game? EA. Now now you know when I said nothing. that like you know that that Activision is probably not the only company that has a problem like this. I'm going to go ahead and bet that EA might be the other company that has some sort of problem like this. So I would, I would agree at with time you of recording. Is... This is alleged, but who I, knows? I would, I, I would say EA is shitty for a lot of things. I don't know if they're shitty for that. Like Ubisoft is, uh, Activision Blizzard is, I don't know about EA. Yeah. Cause the e workers I've talked yeah. to at EA say like, they actually do, believe in the diversity of their culture because they just don't want to deal with it otherwise they don't yeah. want this to happen so yeah, i don't know that's that's reassuring Maybe. so again this is alleged it's alleged 
parody. Yeah, and besides, EA is shitty for not making Titanfall 3. That's that's why EA sucks. Never forget that. I'm, I'm, okay, yeah. That, that, that's, you're not wrong. All right, I never so, am. Name one time I, I've been wrong. I, we should wrap up the podcast. We should wrap up the podcast. <laughs> uh, Ray, where can people segment. find us? Oh, yeah. You can go to our website on unscriptedgaming.com. You can go to our YouTube channel. Uh, you go to type in unscriptedgaming2.0. Boom, we're going to pop up right there. You can follow us on our Twitter. You know what? I'm going to be honest. That's the shit post account I used. So if you want to go ahead and see what kind of bullshit I am personally posting, <laughs> go to Unscripted Gaming on All Twitter. Right, yeah, go to unscript <laughs> underscore gaming on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Go to the profile, click the likes tab before Ray can remove anything that's in there. <laughs> uh, just see what he's been liking at 2 a.m. on Twitter. Uh, it's I, true. It's a great time. It. I I like some ratchet stuff. Not too <laughs> ratchet, but oh my god, why does John Tron still show up on my feed? <laughs> Fuck John Tron! And uh, you should also, uh, when you listen to our podcast, which you can get anywhere, and I hope you got it from any of your normal podcatcher apps, but we're available most other places as well. Please do go ahead and give us a rating. We appreciate those. Unless your rating is one star. Please don't give us that if rating. If your rating is one through four stars, shut the fuck up. Uh, if your rating is five <laughs> stars, uh, please leave it. How about that? Come on, come on, come on in. But thank you very much for yeah, joining if us. Yeah, if your uh, if your rating is one through four, uh, instead, um, you should send that an email to Josh. His email address is the following. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, my name is Mike. My name is Ray. Uh, this has been Unscripted Gaming. We'll see you next time. Peace.